Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Jonathan Gosling from Omnis Investments, and I'm here to take you through the financial news of last week. Let's begin in the US. Stocks ground steadily higher with the S&P 500 finishing the week 0.8% stronger. With the holiday season in full swing, it was a quieter week on the US economic data release front. However, one point of market interest was the latest inflation print from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Inflation, as measured by the Consumer Price Index, increased by 0.5% in July down from a 0.9% increase registered in June. The increase proved to be the smallest month-over-month increase since March of this year, at a time when inflation has been of particular investor focus. The United States Senate passed a roughly $1 trillion infrastructure spending package. The package aims to rebuild crumbling parts of the American transportation infrastructure network and has been a key component of President Biden's economic agenda. The approval comes after months of lengthy negotiations and reflects an appetite from both the Republican and Democratic parties to invest in the country's roads, bridges, broadband, and also fund new climate resilience initiatives. Let's move to Japan next. Japan's stock markets also closed the week in positive territory. The Nikkei 225 index was up 0.6%. This came despite the number of new coronavirus cases in the country topping a daily record. Tokyo, the nation's capital, proved to be particularly badly hit. The worsening impact of the COVID-19 pandemic in Japan comes at a sensitive time politically, with a general election said to be held within the next three months. According to the latest poll by Gigi News Agency, 55.2% of respondents disproved of Prime Minister Suga's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. In China, Chinese stocks recorded a positive week as well. The large cap CSI 300 index increased by half a percent. Last week saw the release of China's five-year blueprint calling for increased regulation affecting key parts of the economy. Online finance, artificial intelligence and big data were areas of particular focus within the document. This comes after a bruising few weeks for many of China's tech titans as policymakers have looked to exert increasing influence and control. The country continued its zero-tolerance policy of mass testing and localised lockdowns due to concerns over the spread of the Delta coronavirus strain. The partial closure of one of China's biggest cargo ports due to coronavirus has raised fresh concerns over the impact on global trade. Ningbo Zhushan is the world's third biggest cargo port after Shanghai and Singapore. Moving on to Europe. Shares in Europe rose in the week, in which it was reported that the EU's vaccination campaign overtook that of the United States 
in terms of administering first and second doses. In one of the few data releases, industrial production in the Eurozone fell 0.3% in June, as supply bottlenecks weighed on German factory output. The Eurostox 50 index ended the week up 1.3%. And finally, over in the UK, closer to home. The UK economy expanded by 4.8% in the second quarter of this year, driven largely by a rise in household consumption as lockdown rules were lifted. The growth rate was in line with market expectations, although a touch slower than the Bank of England's forecast of a 5% expansion. With the US having recovered all of its lost ground in the second quarter, and Eurozone output 3% below the pre-pandemic peak in the same period, these figures showed that the UK's economic performance still lags behind that of many other advanced economies. In housing, housing data showed that demand for expensive homes in the UK has been shifting away from London, with the majority of £1 million plus sales coming from outside the capital in the first five months of this year. The latest land registry transaction data suggests that the shape of the country's housing market is changing on the back of the coronavirus pandemic. And finally, in a coup for the British film and TV industry, Amazon Studios announced that it's moving production of its Lord of the Rings series from New Zealand to the UK. The UK has become a favoured location for global producers who are hurrying to meet surging global demand for streamed video content. So in summary, it was generally a positive week for markets globally in what was a quieter week regarding key data releases. That's it from me. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back for more next week. Have a great week. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.